The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hello, hello and welcome. Welcome to The Visual Workplace. I am Gwendolyn Galsworth, your host on this, our weekly radio show about letting the workplace speak. In each of our shows, we look at some aspect of that, of how to impact... I beg your pardon, of how to embed the intelligence of our operational system, your intelligence, my intelligence, into the living landscape of work through visual devices, how to install the language of our current level of operational excellence, even if we're not quite as excellent as we wish we would be or as we will be, we install that level, we make it concrete and specific through visual devices, mini systems, max systems, macro systems. And when we do, when we translate our intelligence, the details of our operational process into visual devices, we can literally see how we think and how we function, how that thinking, how those details function, because we've captured it in physical devices. And why do we bother? For the tremendous bottom line benefits, improved safety, quality, more aligned delivery time, shrinking costs, we often see a 15% increase in productivity, and we almost always see that, and we often see more, 30%, 34% is the max that we've been able to measure. This is very specific measurement against your normal KPIs, improvement in that. So we do it for the bottom line benefits. We do it for the splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels. And we also do it simply to enjoy ourselves at work because when we put visuality in place, the struggle evaporates. Our own personal day-to-day micro-struggle with our work, with the information that is not there, it disappears, it evaporates. We replace it with information, not in terms of binders and signs or even discussion, question and answers, but in terms of functioning devices, mostly mechanical devices. Mm -hmm. And I say to that, oh, wonderful. And that's what this show is about. This show is about letting the enterprise speak, speak to each other and through that language, stay connected, do good work. And move it on down the supply chain and out into your customer base as well. Visuality and lean fit together perfectly, but they are separate. They are separate and equally powerful, like two wings of a bird, equal 
in fact, in great balance. The balance really matters when you're a bird and you have two wings. That's the way it is with visual and with lean, two wings of a bird, which wing is more important? The bird will answer that question, if you ask it, by simply flying away and showing you that they work together. So welcome. Welcome to the Visual Workplace. The year is still new and we are happy that you have joined us today for today's show, the second installment of our discussion on visual management, a very popular term, bantered about wildly, and it's going to be my purpose in this very short series to clear up what visual management is and what it is not and what stands in the space between the is and the is not to help us let the workplace speak. So we'll talk more about that in a moment. This becomes a call-in show when you call in or email. The call-in number is 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790. I'll do my best to keep repeating that. And we will begin our discussion for today right after just a few announcements. So next week I am off to Minnesota for a week in the cold, <laughs> the cold and the very cold. We are doing a master class in work that makes sense, five days of training of trainers, a deep dive into the content of uh, my book and our course called Work That Makes Sense Operator-Led Visuality. We are training trainers in how to implement that effectively, how to develop an implementation plan and integrate it with what other, whatever other initiatives you have going, including your lean, carving out a role for supervisors so that they can participate and gain strength through an implementation that is operator-led. Nevertheless, there is a very specific role for supervisors and an important one and how to integrate visuality, for example, into your Blitz format. We will also be taking a deep dive into smart placement principles. We're going to be working with operators as they develop their maps so that the trainers can see how I do it. There are a lot of secrets and a lot of treasures in smart placement, and even though the training material is just the very best that I'm capable of creating, watching me do it because I'm pretty good at this will teach trainers even more. They'll be able to see it in action and lots of questions and lots of answers, lots of capability will come from that. We'll have practice sessions, complete materials are included, a license for all the online products. We train your trainers so they can hit the ground running and as they run, (laughs) gain deeper and deeper depth in their effectiveness as trainers and as trainers of work that makes sense. So please think about it. You can check out the work that makes sense train the trainer agenda on our webpage on train the trainer work that makes sense. You'll see a link uh, in the second paragraph for the agenda. Please look at what we do and please let us know of your interest. We do it publicly this particular train the trainer about three times a year and we do it just for your company on demand let us know we will organize it it is one of my favorite things to do I have to say I really love it it's going to be a strong week it's five days we go pretty much from 7.30 until 5 because there's homework and we do a lot of Gemba stuff Uh, but uh, you know 
people are on their road to become a master trainer after this experience. It's an immersion experience. Also, check out our calendar on our website, visualworkplace.com, for our public seminars coming up. There's a whole mess of them. We are going to be doing um, a, a visual workplace, visual thinking seminar, plus a side assessment in four different places in the next uh, three months, in California on March 1st and 2nd, in uh, the Boston area on March 22nd and 23rd, in Minnesota again, uh, in association with, I believe, AME, and Didier Rubino, who is a wonderful practitioner himself, uh, in April, April 12th and 13th, and in Albuquerque, I believe, uh, this time under the auspices of MEP and MEP there, the MEP, the MEP there on April 26th and 27th. After that, I go to the UK for a month and we'll be doing two, maybe three of the visual thinking side assessment uh, combinations there and also some work, uh, top secret work on uh, probably visual office. So uh, you can see our calendar our, uh, on our website and also in our newsletter, The Visual Thinker, which comes out every week. We would love for you to get this newsletter. It's terrific. It's done by our communications VP. Her name is Cindy Linden, and she is clever and resourceful and does a wonderful, wonderful uh, newsletter. Please look th- at this week, which has a fantastic visual fail and also a really cool visual treat. These are devices that either she finds or you send in that are really exactly what you don't want to do or something really yummy that you can appreciate through your very... Uh, big visual brain, 50% of brain function is dedicated to finding and interpreting visual information. So you'll enjoy that. The Visual Thinker, I write an article every week. Visit our website, visualworkplace.com. Email us at radio at visualworkplace.com or call us, if you will. This is for the office, 503-233-1784. Our office is 503-233-1784. Our call-in line for this show is 866-472-5790. Boy, I keep tripping on my tongue today. Let me try that again. 866-472-5790. Thank you. Thank you. So let's move into, we've got some real uh, territory to cover here. We're doing the second part of visual management. Last week we talked about what visual management is not. I will do a quick recap and then we will look at examples of visual management on four different levels and then talk about its antithesis, if you will, visual performance. And let me just clue you in right now. Visual management is a subset of the visual workplace. Visual performance is what creates your KPIs. Embedding performance into the living landscape of work, visual performance is what creates the data that you either, well, that you will like, that you will like on your visual management boards. If you don't have visual performance, you're going to be working so hard to get to move that dial. And you know what? It's impossible without embedding behavior 
into devices, which is what the visual workplace is most powerfully about. So let's begin. I'm going to give you a quick definition of a visual management repeat from last week so we have a context for this week. The term visual management refers to a system of visual communication that shares vital workplace information in flat formats, flat 2D, two-dimensional formats. Very important information related to organizational vision, values, goals, results, KPIs, objective, purpose. The purpose of this sharing is twofold. First, to reveal the company's direction, its corporate intent, and second, to frame critical results data, which you probably are thinking of as KPIs, and that's a part of it, KPIs, within that intent so that their meaning is clearly understood and communicated and adjustments can be made in response to it. You see the information. You don't have to dig it out. It's there. It's on a two-dimensional format and it's right there in front of your eyes. You see it, full scope, and you understand. It's very important. And we'll talk more about this right after our first break, which is happening right now. I'll be here when you get back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's toll free 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome to the second segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace, where we are taking a deeper dive into visual management, what it is, what it's not, how it functions, and what's the difference between visual management and visual performance. We'll get to that towards the end. So, there's no part of visual management that is not appealing and important, sharing vital information about the health and the well-being of the enterprise. Doing a a diagnostic. Connecting the organization so that activities can be aligned and the organization can both stabilize and grow. Those two things working together. Stability and growth. Stability and growth. That's a healthy organization. Visual management is critical to that. 50% of the brain's resources are dedicated to first finding and then interpreting visual data in our lives. And that easily transfers to in the workplace. We appreciate the power that visual formats have to convey and connect and illuminate. Seeing is not only believing. Seeing makes it so. As my mother used to say, my great mom, Geraldine, thoughts are things. We have a capability in our mind to actually create by thinking and seeing as much the same power. We see it. We don't just believe it. It takes on a certain reality. So no small wonder that visual management is so welcomed in the world of work, a breath of fresh air where data rules, often random, and floods of data. Data if you can only find it. Visual management is mission critical. We pursue it, but it is only one part of the visual workplace. It is only one of a spectrum of functions called workplace visuality. I use the two terms interchangeably, visual workplace, workplace visuality. The visual workplace is an array of functions that are all in a visual format, meaning that they are physical. You can see them. But only a small section of them are flat. And most of those are in the section called visual management. Think of this as a spectrum, and by the way, we are happy to send you a full-blown file, a file of the spectrum that I'm describing now and the spectrum that you see in the newsletter today. Happy to send that to you. I call it the visual workplace continuum, 
the full spectrum of visual functionality. And you see it, as I explained last week, as a kind of light spectrum going from uh, deep pink through blue and then aqua and green and yellow and orange and red and then to um, deep pink again, this kind of violet, the light spectrum. And across it are spread eight categories of visual function, the eight categories. At the very, very beginning, little slice at the beginning next to number one on the far left is 5S Workplace Organization. The true number one, and this is my spectrum, this comes from my research over the last 35 years and the eight books that I've written on visuality and the hundreds upon hundreds of implementations that I've done and thousands of plants that I've seen. This has been my life, and boy, have I've, I have had a great time. Number one is operator-led visuality. I call it work that makes sense. Number two is visual displays and visual scheduling. Number three is visual standards. Number four is visual management. That's where it fits. Number five Visual metrics, a particular kind of metrics, metrics that drive, and visual problem solving. These are metrics that illuminate. We've done several shows, I've done several shows on visual metrics. The contrast is KPIs are metrics that monitor. Visual metrics, in my dictionary, are metrics that drive. The difference between monitoring behavior and driving behavior. Hmm? So number five is metrics that drive and visual problem solving. Number six, visual control, controlling through structure and pull systems. That's where your um, JIT lean Kanban come in. Number seven is visual quality, which is Pokeyoke systems, visual guarantees. And number eight is visual leadership, the whole Hoshin piece. These don't necessarily happen in sequence, but the sequence is about balancing all of our powerful needs for information across what visuality is capable of delivering through its devices. You can apply this spectrum to a machine shop, you can apply it to a hospital, you can apply it to an office. The functionality remains the same. The venue can change. And the growth is from a traditional, undependable, shaky, shaky company through growing stability, growing alignment, growing improvement, embedded performance, aligned impact, and then finally high performance and driven. A transformed business model. That's what happens according to this sequence. But you may put a lot of energy to begin with into visual leadership and then jump back to operator-led visuality. You can go from eight to one. But what you want at some point is to achieve a balance of, and I say a minimum, open a minimum of five of these, I call them doorways, if you're familiar with my 10-doorway model. So when we look at visual management and we see that people are talking about the visual workplace with the term visual management, we have an error here of concept. 
It's an error in definition. I'm going to add two more errors in concept. It's an error in definition. And powerful though it is, visual management is only one element of a fully vested visual workplace. It has a specific scope and purpose. And you need to know what it is within those defined boundaries. If you use it to paste on everything, then you'll lose the power of visual management and you will never see the power of the other visual functions. And that's the second error, the error in scope. An effective visual management deployment can create a highly positive impact on your business, but that impact will not be long-lasting if it is not combined with other categories of visual function. I see this sadly everywhere. I see companies that have these very sophisticated, very complete visual management boards, and they call themselves a visual workplace. There's no visual performance aspect. Visual management is a mechanism for discerning, calibrating, and framing performance results, but it is not the performance itself. It is not the performance itself. And unless you embed that performance, what you see on your visual management boards are just going to make you sad. You're going to feel the failure, but it's not the failure. It's simply incomplete. The third error of concept is closely connected to the first. Because some companies don't recognize visual management as part of a larger construct, they wrongly assume that it can achieve the outcomes reserved for the other categories of visual function. As a result, people become disappointed in visual management, though it is innocent of claiming beyond its proper scope. So these errors, these three errors, error in definition, error in scope, and an error in expectation, what is visual management going to get me? If it's supposed to get you everything, it won't. These kind of churn together, and they stop our progress towards the real outcome, operational excellence. But only if we leave them uncorrected. So, as usual, knowledge and logic are natural antidotes to problems in thinking. But let's walk through a representative array of the formats of visual management. Just a short walk. I'll describe these things. That's what I love about our show, The Visual Workplace. It's a radio show, and yet I'm going to be describing visual formats And by the way, I've written an entire article on this, and we are happy to send you the article. We'll probably send you the target article. I wrote wrote another article for a similar article for the Lean Management Journal in the UK, but they were short on space, so we had to um, withhold about 50% of the pictures. But the target article, it came out this June, July, is a very good one. You can get it on target online, or you can drop us an email at radio at visualworkplace.com and we'll send it to you. We're happy to. It's a good article, lots of pictures, lots. So, I'm going to go through four and a little bit five formats of visual management. And I'm going to pick these up right after our next break so that we can get a good run at it and um, 
keep everything together. So I'll see you in a moment. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi. Welcome back. This is our third segment to our show today on the on visual management at the Visual Workplace. And just before the break, I'd mentioned to you, please, please send us an email at radio at visualworkplace.com and we will send you a copy of an article that puts all of this together much with the same language, and also has a full-blown piece on the spectrum that I described just before the break. We can also send you that spectrum separately. So visual format, I beg your pardon, visual management has several levels of formats. I'm going to walk through four of them, and then we're going to talk about visual performance. These are representative representative formats and there are four so the first is to make the corporate intent visible the second is to make 
business results on the site level visible. The third is to make process results visible on the departmental level. And the fourth is to do the same on the value add or sell level, the bench level, the work content level. And as these four levels work together, you will see a kind of cascading effect, a tailoring to company goals and preferences, needs and objectives, growth and stability, cascading so that we see that visual management is an early form of Hoshin. It isn't as precise as the formats of Hoshin Conry visual leadership, but it is the same intent. So let's look at the corporate intent. When the enterprise gets serious about its direction and wants to rally popular support, making the corporate intent visible is an early first step. It can be very useful. What you want is to give people a way to see the company vision in a two-dimensional format. Might have a few words, but you'll usually see a mountain that signifies challenges, or you'll see a road that signifies both distance and destination. Follow us and we'll get there together. You might see a grid evoking order and structure and stability. So we immediately have confidence in that grid. We see the six cells. We understand intuitively that they're connected because the visual format shows us. And we understand that we are a part of something greater. Very useful. These formats, full of imagination, and they call to us. This is the company vision. Join us. Let's go there together. We'll reach the top. Really, these are useful nearly beyond measure because they call to something that is in the brain and in the heart. They interpret for us what the future looks like. They take us directly into the vision they represent. And with that comes the beginnings of understanding and ownership and alignment we enroll. Exactly what the corporate intent wants us to to do. We enroll. And we join the company in seeking its future. So that's the first level of visual management to say, what are we about together? What side could not benefit from that? When we move on to the second level, you can think of it as either going up or down, depending on how you want to situate it. But there is a progression. Making site levels, site level results visible. Well, having shown us the top of the mountain in the corporate intent, visual management now ratchets down and displays measures and results for that site, for that geographic site. Most frequently, this is an array of key performance indicators, KPIs, that disclose how the enterprise is doing in quantifiable terms and nearly always with points of comparison First-time quality versus defect levels, customer complaints versus customer satisfaction, scrap versus productivity, late versus on-time delivery, linearity, etc. We often see this has a particular name as a glass wall, which is a very long display of KPIs, very powerful, 
highly visual format that discloses and amplifies the fact that metrics are important to us. And because of the way they're situated on this broad display, we begin to see relationship and we begin to see the possibility of impact. We begin to see the synergy of the results data working on performance or working as a reflection of performance, reflecting performance. We begin to grasp what's expected of us in a very precise way and to understand that our performance contribution happens in a much wider context, the context of the site. Effectively presented, these KPIs can connect up and organize the workforce. They're not powerful enough to create alignment but they certainly point to the opportunity of alignment. A condition in the pre-visual workplace that is not only unknown, but unknowable. You cannot align without visuality. So that's the second level. Now we're just going to go deeper, closer. It's like a microscope, or if you will, a telescope, whichever one you prefer to think about. And that is making departmental levels let me say that again, making departmental level results visible. Department level results visible. That's the next stop. The realm of the dashboard. Mm -hmm. On this level, the KPIs disclose the result of performance. Theoretically, Speaking, what we are doing is moving closer to cause. And this is important. We are not at cause, nor will these particular formats ever bring us to cause. But the only way to change a KPI is to change the cause. Cause and effect, effect and cause. Site-level KPIs, which is where we're, where we're at when we talk about the glass walls, give us tactical feedback. On the corporate level, KPIs give us feedback that is strategic in nature, has a much wider meaning. Making such distinctions help us see the difference between the organizational levels and needs. Needs for different bundles of data, different, if you will, roll-ups. The corporate is always looking for evidence in the data that growth is needed or timely or that we better wait. And on the site level, KPIs reveal the money. The money eaters and the time eaters, conditions that need attention if the site is to make its required contribution to the corporate growth or the direction that corporate has mandated. Departmental KPIs, the level that we're on now, and we see these oases, these wide arrays in front of the department that give us a, a great sampling of the behaviors and the results of the behaviors going on in that particular work area. Departmental level KPIs reveal where the bodies are buried, where the bodies are buried, the casualties called cost defects, accidents, long change over times, excessive absenteeism, material shortages, lateness, the usual suspects. Okay? These formats are superb communication tools, clever, carefully configured. But be careful. 
KPIs, again, are not powerful enough to change or improve behaviors in any long-term or sustainable way. They can, however, spread the alarm. That is its great value. Their great value is in spreading the alarm. People will pay more attention. And you will often see a positive uptick just because they realize that we're either heading down or heading up in the wrong direction. But they are only monitoring the behavior of people, machines, and systems. They are not changing those behaviors. Using them will not strengthen your operational outcomes, but they will make it clear that you need to. So visual management is not the same as visual performance. Okay? So now let's just go down one level to the value-add level. We're on level four now. And there is reason you so often hear practitioners pronounce it all happens at Gemba. Gemba is the happening place, the source. It is the nexus of causality on the value-add level. In fact, I needn't even have added those five words. It is the nexus of causality, period. Interestingly, it's the same with detectives. In Japan, Gemba refers to the scene of the crime. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Gemba means, in old Japanese, the scene of the crime. (laughs) I love that. The nexus of the evidence. So when we move from visual management formats on the departmental level to the value-add or cellular level, we bring tracking and metrics to the causal dimension of work. Departmental level visual management sets goals and targets, tracks KPIs, displays cost drivers. But the next level down, the bench level, the machine level, the cell level, identifies the minute contributors to those drivers the contributors of the, in the actual work. The value-add level is where data begins. I think you know that. This is the level, the source of the data. Everything else is just an extension, an interpretation, an extrapolation. And so we have even on machines, we have LCD monitors saying, This is the OEE, this is the target, this is the actual output, the target output, this is the average count. We've been down one hour and 11 minutes on this shift. All of this data that is responding to direct cause. We have a nice array that I'm looking at now from Kim Ray, a, a group that we worked with in Kansas City a few years ago. Over 300 machines at the heart of their manufacturing process. And they installed an aggressive visual management approach on the value-add level through a wide array of LCD monitors that shared mission-critical data from the value-add level. Very, very interesting. That was their strength. So, those are the four levels of visual management. They're so important, but they do not create outcomes. We're going into our last break now. When we come back, when you come back and I'll be here, I'll be talking about visual management as related to visual performance. Hmm? I'll see you when you get back. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn, the last segment of our show, and perhaps the most exciting for today. Because we are now going to look at the contrast between visual management and visual performance. Remember, they are not the same. The differences between showing and doing. The differences between showing the result and the cause itself. Visual management versus visual performance. And let's go to Holland Schiphol Airport to talk about this. Schiphol is the fourth largest airport in Europe, handling over 52 million passengers a year and probably as many non-passengers carrying the passengers, taking them to the, to the airport, stopping for a bite to eat, coming to pick them up. A lot, a lot, a lot of traffic. This is a claim to fame, 52 million passengers a year. Another claim to fame, to Schiphol's fame, is its remarkable approach to men's room. It is known 
Seapol is known for its sparkling men's rooms. It's toilets for men. Clean as a whistle. In the early 1990s, the airport's cleaning department manager decided that he had had enough cleaning up after men in their use of their, their men, the men's rooms. And he decided, and this is the use of, and pardon my indelicate language, the use, the behavior surrounding the urinals. He said, enough. We clean, we clean, we clean. We spend a fortune on cleaning supplies. We can never keep ahead of the, the curve here. Every time we go back, there's still a more mess. And what he did was instead of tracking how much cleaning supplies he made or how clean, how dirty each men's room and each urinal was across this vast landscape, that's Skip, that is Skip Old Airport. He said, I'm going to change the behavior of men, of each individual man. I'm going to change their behavior. I'm going to out-clever them. And the result was an estimated 50% reduction in so-called splashback. Imagine what I mean. And so, simultaneously, the need to clean a huge reduction in cleaning costs. And I'm looking at the picture now. And if you were, and it is a picture of a urinal, and if you were to be looking at this picture of a urinal, you would say, oh my God, that's a urinal. Why is she showing me a urinal? I mean, this is embarrassing. And then you would say, what do you mean that's clean? That's not clean. Well, look at that little black spot on the surface of the urinal. What? And then I would blow it up for you so you could see it a little more and stop railing at me and say, wait a minute, that's not a bit of dirt on the urinal surface, on the porcelain surface. Wait a minute, that looks like something. What is that thing? Oh my goodness, it's a fly. Is that a dead fly? No, 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 it's not a dead fly. It's a fly under the surface of the porcelain. Wait a minute, if it's under the porcelain surface, that means it must have been Intentionally put into place, designed into the urinal. Wait a minute. What? That? What? Ah. Oh. Oh, visual performance. Visual performance that embeds behavior so that you get the correct, exact behavior always, seamlessly, 100% compliance. The fly. Oh. I get it. This is you talking. It's a target. Men are into sports. (laughs) 100% compliance. If I hit the target, even if the man doesn't know, if I hit the target, we're going to reduce cleaning costs in Skippold Airport, the man hits the target. And the little boys too. And you get 100% clean men's rooms without audits or checklists or supervision, inspections, training, KPIs, all without speaking a word. In-process 
visual control. In process, visual control does all the work. Visual performance, embedding the requirements of our behavior, of the work, by design. Visual management goes away. All we do is visual management board says, hooray, 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 we're the best in the world. Sparkling men's rooms. The principles of visuality are interlocked and active across this huge metropolitan campus called the airport. For the betterment of the work, the process, ourselves, our enjoyment. And actually, and interestingly, this device was put into place by a gentleman from Victorian England. Isn't it cool? His name, this is his real name, was Thomas Crapper. Thomas Crapper, he was a manufacturer of sanitary wear, as it was called at the time. And he got this idea to combat the splashback challenge. Only he put onto the face of the urinal small bees. He was an anti-royalist. He, he didn't like the royalty, the monarchy. And the bee was the symbol of royalty. So he had his little uh, subterfuge, his little criminal act. <laughs> he put a B so that every time you did hit the target, you also splattered, as it were, the monarchy. He took some enjoyment in that. I bring you this example, and I hope I described it vividly enough. It's in the article. It's in both the target. I believe it's in the target article for sure. I'm not sure about the Lean Management Journal. But I bring this to you so you get the vivid contrast between visual performance, which I'm describing with the urinal, and visual management, which is giving us the results. You don't need to track whether the rules are followed or not, your standards are followed or not, if they are going to be followed 100% through embedding the operational details of work into the living landscape of work. You don't need to manage that performance because the performance is made part of the process itself. The performance is made visual. So visual management is there to help us see where the problems are, but what you want to get to is make those problems go away, and that is one of the main purposes of workplace visuality. It's not understood in that way. But this is what I've been doing for the last 35 years, creating this model and bringing it to you now for the last five years. So you can consider this and you can consider all the time that you spend in collecting data and beating people over the head with this data that will do nothing but tell them about cause, about the results of cause, but not change the cause. We'll tell them about the results of cause, but not change the cause. I had a wonderful time with you today. We're at the end of our show. I say, I'm just going to sign off now, but I, I ask you to think about these things. These shows are on podcasts. You can listen to them again. You can get benefit from them. You can send us an email. We'll send you the article in the spectrum. Radio at visualworkplace.com. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm signing off. Let the workplace speak.
appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management